This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Becca James, the girl with two first names, and I'm glad you didn't forget your name right then. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> there was like a pause, and I'm like, you know pause. where we are, right, Frank? I know, I had to think for a second. Well, I am so blessed, Becca. I am so blessed that I have so many shows, <laughs> because I've got the radio, I've right. got the television, and I've got the Frank and Friends Show. Yeah. And I just did the nativity pageant. That's right. And How did that go? I will talk all about okay. that today. I've got a lot to tell you. Coming up. And very soon, actually. We'll get to it near the top because we, there was a gift involved and a friends Ooh. involved and niceties. Oh. And all this other wonderful stuff. But I do want to ask you, first of all, especially if you're one of my new nativity pageant friends. Because I gained, like, I think two subscribers from... There was this, like 200 people in the nativity pageant. I think we gained two or maybe three subscribers out of that 200 crowd. So that's like what? No, not 2%. So like there's Maybe a, it's there's, like 1%. But hey, you know what? Thank you. This is girl Olivia, who was in the choir. She came up to me and said, Hey, do you remember me? I'm the, I asked you for an autograph when you hosted the Clayton Holiday Concert with Aww. the Knoxville Symphony Orchestra. And I said, You know what? You're actually, I do, because you're the only person who asked me for an autograph. And she was a kid. She was a, in... I love that. That's and so now sweet, she's, though. now she's in teen. She might be in high school oh. or college. Oh, so it was like... A long time ago, autograph. Uh, like three, four years. Aww. So yeah, so she she was very sweet, and That's I do awesome. remember because I mean I only signed one autograph, and it was Olivia. <laughs> so yes, of yeah, course. not something we're asked for very often. And so she said she would subscribe. Um, there were a couple of guys in the villager scene who said they would subscribe, and uh, the donkey wrangler, who is actually a big fan of Phil Williams. And I said, well, if I could persuade you, well, to try this, how does remember- one become a donkey wrangler? Well, she has a donkey, and she brought it to the nativity pageant because Jenny died oh, the donkey, which is a female. A Jenny is a female donkey. Jack oh, okay. is a male. Jenny is a female. Oh, and, um, the more you know. But Jenny's name was Jenny, so Jenny has been replaced with Levi. Okay. And I didn't realize this, but I was, I was just Googling, and I found an old nativity pageant on pieces of an old nativity pageant on YouTube from before I was oh, involved. okay. And they had a, they, a different donkey at that time. And this was 2007. So apparently, the you know, there's a fairly high donkey turnover. I mean, just because Jenny was involved. They're for, such prima donnas. For all of my years until now. I mean, I've been, this is my fourth year, so I'm my second donkey. So, I mean, anyway, the point of all of that is please subscribe <laughs> on YouTube and, and spread the word as your Christmas gift to us. Uh, get us another subscriber in addition to yourself. Yes. And speaking of Christmas gifts, the merch is, uh, oh, would yes. be a wonderful gift. And I keep meaning in my, now maybe my schedule is a little slower. I will go on the merch store and see what else they got. Yes. See if I can maybe, uh, there's a few other items I've been wanting to put on there, but I've just had computer issues and haven't been able to do it. Like, of course, the hoodie. Excuses, excuses. Uh, you saw Bruce Patrick. I think I've shown that a few times. Yep. His, uh, his picture. I've got the, yeah. if you're going to uh, shower at any time during the winter, you might want to. Frank and Friends uh, bath towel. Or maybe if you're going on holiday and you need to bring, you're going to the beach and you need right. a towel, there you go. It's also a bath towel and beach towel. It's, the, it's just towel. <laughs> and then all the other uh, accoutrement. I'm hoping to get some more other, more glassware or something. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what we can get. Um, so all practical right. and promotional. Exactly. Because I can drink out of the pint. I mean, I'm, right now I'm using my wife's uh, beautiful. Um, you know it's Christmas when we're double fisting. <laughs> But it's just water, so I don't think it counts. <laughs> I, know, I, I want eggnog so bad. Mm. I, I've, I'm, you know, as you know, we're both trying to diet. 
So I have yeah. um, resisted the urge to pull into Weigel's. I was to about to say, you know, how many ta- Weigel's have you passed? Because I bet you're keeping count of every time you pass going, oh, I really want to stop it. I know. It's a good looking Weigel's, and I want to go right in there. And they got the big billboards on Kingston Pike, and everywhere I go, I see the, wi- the Weigel's. You can't escape it. It's the time of year. And I'm thinking about it. Fortunately, there's days when I don't leave the house. I just stay here all day. Yep. So that is one less opportunity. But yep. you know what they do now? What? Weigel's delivers. Mm. Oh, yeah, you can get out. anything delivered now. No, no, but I mean, Wiggles specifically through their has their own delivery. I don't know if it's on delivery they service, do. but they've been running ads. Well, because they have food, they have all kinds of stuff. They've been targeting me with Wiggles has they been targeting know. me with ads for their delivery service. The phone is listening, and they're telling Wiggles. Now, fortunately, I'm afraid to give them my address, so <laughs> I would have to like drive down and meet and we- meet the delivery man in front of someone else's house. But anyway. So let's get You're back a little, to little paranoid there. Let's get back to the nativity pageant. <laughs> oh at, yes! At the nativity pageant, one of the longtime participants is the Vandergriff family. Yeah, Houston, who helps out with Tennessee Valley Fair and the food competitions that we're part of. Yeah, yeah. And now I didn't know this when I first met Houston and the family because they were apparently also longtime uh, volunteers with the Oak Ridge Civic Ballet Association. Oh. So going back ten or twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now Houston Houston's twenty-five now, so he would have been, I guess, 10, 12, yeah, 11, 12. Pretty young. He was in the party not the battle scene. He was in the battle scene. He was one oh. of the soldiers, toy soldiers. Oh, I bet. His that was dad funny. and would be in the party scene as one of the party dads. Okay. And I guess his older sister, Miranda, must have been in as a ballerina at some point, but I didn't know that. She had already I guess moved on by the time I got involved yeah. as the, the comical old man in the Nutcracker. So I thought that's how I knew the Vandergrifts. Yeah. And then I see them at the Tennessee Valley Fair. And then I see them at another thing. And then I see them now for yeah. my past, it's been five years, but four, we skipped a year, four nativity pageants. Um, they're involved. Yep. And at the end of the nativity pageant, I've got this beautiful photo of Houston has been promoted from villager to shepherd. Oh, good for him. So he's got his shepherd outfit on, and his mom, uh, Katie, took the picture of him and me. He came up to the rafters so he could see where I do the voices. Oh, wow. oh so you're up in the... Uh, the like, if I stand up, oh. I, my head brushes the ceiling. I'm in the very... Not even, not even the last row of the Civic Coliseum, oh. but above... There's a, a stanchion where the radio broadcasters sit. Okay. Built above the last row. So you really... You've got very little clearance. Fortunately, I'm... I'm Short enough, but if I were over six feet, that would be my head would hit the ceiling. Oh, that's interesting. So I got about an inch, two, three inches of clearance, whatever it is up there. Um, but that's where we are. And Houston wanted to look at it and see. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of want to go check it out. Yeah, it was cool. So he came up there at the end of the pageant and yeah. got a picture with the whole, as you can see, the whole Bethlehem and mm-hmm. Nazareth and everything in the background yeah. as the everyone else is kind of milling around right before the guys come in to dismantle everything, take everything away. So mm-hmm. they can lay down the ice, but then... <laughs> Gotta get ready for those ice bears games. But the, 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 ice, the, the freezer didn't work, so they had to cancel the ice bears games for the weekend. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, because the, oh. the, and this happened two years ago. Freddie and I were supposed to go drop the puck, and she was going to yeah. sing the national anthem, and I was going to drop the puck at the ice bears game two years ago, the weekend after Nativity. Okay. Same thing. Same thing happened. And oh. the, they, that time, I think they put down the ice, but it didn't freeze hard enough. This time, they couldn't even, they did they nothing. They couldn't even put it down. They got, oh. the, they got the boards up and the glass up, but then con- you know, nothing. That's stressful. Yeah. Cause they, and they missed two weekends of hockey because they had Nate Bargatze in there for sold-out shows. Mm-hmm. Then the following weekend was the Nativity Pageant, which was jammed. Bigger crowds than any other time I've been involved. That's awesome. Partly because the weather was bad, I think. 
I mean, that's possible. I mean, so I work at Knoxville Station, which is right across the street from there. So I see their advertisements for all the events. And I feel like there are more events happening at the Civic Coliseum now okay. than any time in the last two years that I've worked down there. And I've it's been, a, like, constantly seeing all those signs. It's a cashless, venture, ven, cashless venue. A lot though. of them are now. Yeah, which I think is a little weird. But, you know, if you want to pay for parking or... And St. Thompson Bowling Arena, when we went there for Trans-Siberian... Um, it's it the way of the future. Cash. It's a security thing, also, because if you don't have, if you're not accepting cash, then you, that increases the safety of all of the people working there. Because, but you also, know, then and, you don't have to deal with like the burning security truck and all of that I, kind of I stuff. Hear, yeah, just, but what if you're the what if you're the person who is trying to avoid consumer debt or is trying to avoid over, you know, and you put yourself on a cash budget? You no, know, what is? But that you guy? can use a debit card with a Visa or Mastercard logo for all of those things. So you're I'm still using just a checking even, account, not not who, a credit. Who to control their spending don't even carry want to carry that because they know they could pull too much out of their account. They would just they they put their cash yeah. in an envelope for the week and this is yeah. all they have to spend. And they because they way they keep it in the bank or they invest it or they do whatever they do. Yeah, it's their it's their method. Yeah, I think it's a good method. I mean, I I understand it, but I think it's okay for now, but I think, you know, maybe in a few years we might have to come up with a different method because more and more mm-hmm. places are going to cashless. Well, I think it's also that, you know, there's a, a will be a, will be a market for the gift card where you get the reloadable Visa gift card that's... Well, you can do that now with, like, Cash App. More and more people might start to do that so that it doesn't connect to them personally. Like, if they want to go spend their money at the um, <laughs> hockey arena and not and you don't want their wife or their husband uh, to know how much they spent on popcorn. I mean, that's technically like, already I looked, here. I mean, they can I do that. I, mean. I looked at the bank statement and I saw how much my wife and her sister spent on popcorn at the nativity pageant. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's popcorn. It's fine. <laughs> well, anyway, Houston and his family... They um, they travel a lot. They do, and, and I'm quite jealous of their travels. They're going to Peru in the spring. Yeah. I, I wish I had the eighteen hundred or two thousand dollars I could go Whatever to Peru it with them. Is. But uh, they they did a lovely gift card here with love oh. from the Vandergrift family. This is a picture of them in Egypt. In Egypt. And it looks I mean they obviously did a little bit of photoshopping so they could fit them all in, but I've seen the original picture of Houston and his mom on yeah. the camels, un- untouched in front of the uh, the pyramids. Yeah. Because they put a Santa hat on there. Well, anyway, Houston is a wonderful photographer, and he's an advocate for Down syndrome. Yes. Um, which, well, um, it's at Downs and Towns. Yeah, I'll, I'll put the link in yeah. the description, and I'll even put it on the screen. Yeah, it's if really I fun to follow him on Twitter. Um, because he's got uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and and he posts all of his world travel photos, and he's just inspirational. Anyway. I mean, I'm just trying to pick one. Here's Germany. Here, here's Germany. Heidelberg, Germany. Yep. That was that one that's on the cover. Apparently, I guess lucky. I'm just trying to get to my <laughs> birthday month. Um, Let's see. You're May, right? I'm May. All right. Well, I'm June. Oh, here's May. May Ooh. is flamingos. Which actually, it's that's a flamboyance. That's because uh, did France. you know? Did you know that a you know a, a group of flamingos is a flamboyance? That's a thing you know now. I learned that from a meme on social media, so I hope it's oh. true. <laughs> I got Montana. <laughs> that sounds that's right. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, this is a good. You can buy these. I think they're almost sold out, actually. Um, but he'll make new ones every year. And these are pictures that he takes on his travels with his dad. Oh, love his it. dad's job takes him to France often. Yeah, they're, they're there a lot. And then they also usually go and then they... Hop over to another Yeah, visit country. somewhere else because, you know, in Europe, it's, you know, not like America where we're so spread out. They're, you know, to two it. hours and you're in a different country there. Anyway, Downs and Towns. Yep. So that's a little free commercial for my friends there. Yeah. All right. Now on to the business at hand. Yeah. Last Christmas. Keep singing it. I do love the song, and I am officially out. You got whammed. I, I got whammageddoned. 
So last Saturday we threw a holiday party for kids at Knoxville Area Transit bus station. And, oh, nice. uh, you know, the funny part is the song actually came on once when I was just so busy with everything else that I did not hear it at all. Oh, that's funny. Because I, until the second time it came on, and then I was like, I, it clicked, and I was like, oh, it's just this is the second time it came on. I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, I'm officially out. And then I enjoyed the song because I do love the song. It's a good song. So at least now I don't have to be, you know, like covering my ears and screaming from a room every time I hear Christmas music so I, on. I don't have to text you every time I see it coming up on the log. Because <laughs> I did. And I was like... So we also have to preface this by Frank sent me a random video link and I you refused open to open it. And I, open I it. was very suspicious and I was like, I you're not going to try to wham again in I me, I think it was you? an air check of me on Fun 105.9 talking yes. about you. Uh, and Whamageddon, and you were so convinced. But I didn't know, but you, you know, if it wasn't going to be like ramped up over the intro of it, which would have gotten me, and I was just like, okay. But I'm not that much of a jerk. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't have thought you were a jerk anyway. But I, I mean, I would have laughed about it. But yeah. you know, I was <laughs> I was a little little paranoid. But I'm out, so now I get to enjoy the song and all the Christmas music the rest of the holiday season. So, it's so fine. and you sent, and all, I felt so touched. I know you posted it on social media, but I felt special because I got my own version of the text sent to my phone with you <laughs> with that whamageddon face. In fact, let's, let's show that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hold on here. I, I can recreate it. And then my coworkers who knew I was playing thought it was funny too. So they got in on it. And they're like, ha ha. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. It's fine. Well, I realized, I know my wife, um, had her sister and husband visit us over actually the weekend of the nativity pageant, yeah. which I was excited because someone I actually knew came to the nativity pageant. Mostly we're entertaining strangers. And that happens to me at most of my shows. You know, <laughs> pe- pe- friends and family rarely will uh, come I to see. I feel like this is a dig. Because we actually looked into coming, but it's just my kids well, are I, not the best behaved. So I'm, I'm, I purposely uh, don't I, put them in situations where they theme. have to. It applies to improv. It applies to ballet. It applies to <laughs> everything I do. It's really hard. My sisters will not watch any of my television shows or listen to the podcast. Oh, They're just not interested. Because they're like, well, why would we want to hear that? It's Frank talking. <laughs> <laughs> they got enough of that growing up? Yeah. So they have a, they have a legitimate reason. They are not interested in anything I have to say. <laughs> so I can't argue with that. How do you argue with that? I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I'm pretty sure my dad never listened to me on the radio at all. And he had 15 years yeah. to do that. It's just, it doesn't appeal to them. They're like, okay, well, that's just your job. Let her go do My it dad's excuse was like the music. He couldn't, he can't handle pop music. Right. He's classic rock all the way. He loved, he loved your station. Well, great. I don't know him, so he'll be enjoy listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sent you this air check of me. Yep. And, and then uh, Peggy and my wife's sister and her husband, they come yep. and they visit with us. And they come to the Nativity Pageant. Of course, they would go out to dinner a couple of times. We went to this Italian restaurant in Sevierville that I need to tell you about. Um, what's the name of it? Ristorante okay. della Santina. I've heard of it. I have friends who it live out there. It was good. Yeah. Oh, it was good. And I feel bad like I'm giving away the secret because I thought nobody knew about this place. No, it's a hidden gem out there. So if you're from Maryville, you know that. I have this friends who have talked about Or Sevierville, sorry. It's in the backwoods. But yeah, there's... Cause, well, there's a lot of hidden gems like that. But the problem is, it's in Sevierville. And I know it's not far, but at the same time, like... Well, for me were, personally, that's an extra two hours of babysitter time to drive all the way out an there hour each way, yeah, for, yeah. for an hour meal. Well, so. they, they were staying in a cabin in Sevierville. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I got this restaurant I heard about. And it's in the back. It's like back on um, 
Pit, I don't, it's not, I don't know if it's called Pittman Center Road yet at that point, but it's back yeah. on that road that turns into Pittman Center Road by JL. Mm-hmm. And it's way back there. So <laughs> I thought... It's in the mountains. It was my, it's my shortcut to Gatlinburg. I thought very few people use this road. Everyone takes the main drag. Yeah. So we're at a call the day before. I, we're trying to get reservations at the Peddler and at the Apple Barn and at the Old Mill. No way. You can't get anywhere. Last minute reservations this time no, of no, year? No, 24 hours advance. You, you Tw- can you only call 24 hours no, in advance? No. I was like, that's a lot. That's still this time of year? That's when it occurred to me to try calling them was yeah. the day before, and they're all full. Yeah. So then I call Ristorante de la Santina, and like, well, yeah, what time are you coming? 7 o'clock tomorrow? Yeah, no problem. Well, of course, you get there, and the yeah. parking lot is not just full, but there's people like parked on the Double sidewalk and out on the road. And yeah. we ended up parking uh, up the road in some former site of ETSU that's closed and gone out of business oh. and walked down this windy little road. So you got a hike in while you were there. We did. Hike of the mountains. So all of these things are happening, it's, but it's a nice restaurant. Yeah. Um, I was surprised how, how good, it, how busy it was. But where I'm going with this is we uh, go out the next, after the nativity pageant, I think we went to just Aubrey's. Because oh, that's where the, the locals eat. I, yes, I am a local and I like to eat there But we too. want to bring the out-of-towners yeah. to Aubrey's thing and really appreciate. It's one of my go-tos when there's people from out of town. So we go there and I realize while I'm there, because you can't really hear the music in the restaurant. Okay. It's kind of muted. But you go into the men's room, and it's like, full blast. <laughs> and that's where I had my version of Whamageddon, okay. where I heard the horrific song, Mary Did You Know. Okay. Which purports to be sacred and religious, but it's like they obviously didn't read the Bible, because everything in it is theologically wrong. And it's just, okay. so it's, it's kind of an irritant to me. Okay. Because it's, and I'm trying to decide which I dislike more because I've, I've got Mary Did You Know twice since then. Oh. That, for, that was one. So now you're just like stuck hearing it. And I'll count any version of it. That's the problem is because it, it, it's the words that I have the problem with. See, but actual Wham Again, it's a song you like though. So it's... I like Wham Again. I like Wham. I like Last Christmas, which Bean, my friend Bean points out, is not even a Christmas song. It's like the diehard of Christmas songs. It's got nothing to do with Christmas. Diehard is a Christmas music. Well, he's, his argument is that Die Hard is a movie that just coincidentally takes place at Christmas. And uh, actually, I just figured out this, the, 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 the thing that will end that argument once and for all. And then um, Lamageddon, or Last Christmas, is a song that happens to take place at Christmas as this couple is breaking up. Yes. So I'll follow this train of thought for a moment. Okay. When they were making the movie Psycho. I've never seen it. I don't do horror movies. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big the chicken. The greatest horror movie of all time, many argue, would argue. Um, sure. It's a brilliant <laughs> masterwork. That we, they study it in film class. They go through frame by frame the famous shower scene. We studied it in film class when I was in high school. Yeah. When I, It was the first DVD I ever bought. It was the first digital movie I ever bought because... It's just, ooh, ooh, I, I like Hitchcock, and it's a fascinating movie. See, we started so Hitchcock, ways. but not that. Okay. Thank goodness. So, the, what do you call it? The second unit in film has B- to go. B-roll? Yeah. They, for, in TV, yeah. you call it B-roll. Okay. But I think in, in film, they call it second unit. Yeah. Went to Phoenix to record uh, the, the exteriors, because they filmed the movie on the, on the set lot. at Universal. Yeah, where, they filmed on the lot. So. Where, where Hitchcock made the, his TV show. That's how he saved money. I mean, he he had, couldn't even get the movie made. So he had to do all these huh. cuts and concessions. And, and part of it was they basically filmed it as a long version of the TV show Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Okay. Using that crew and a lot of the materials they had. So he sends the second unit all the way to Phoenix to get actual footage. It's going to roll on the screen behind them while they're driving. It's going to be the aerial shot of... 
Sam and Marion having their little tryst in the hotel. Okay. All of these things. Well, <laughs> I'm taking your word for it. Okay, so where am I going with this? Yes, it where comes are you back, going with It this? comes back and they realize that all of this footage is ruined because the Christmas decorations are up all through Phoenix. They filmed it during oh. December. And the movie's not going to come out during December. So, so, so the choice is, do we send the money, the crew, back during January and refilm everything? Yep. Or what Hitchcock decided to do was at the beginning of the movie, he puts up this Chiron that says, Friday, December 11th. <laughs> to explain away all the Christmas decorations in the movie Psycho, which is clearly not a Christmas movie, just the story that happens to take place at In December, at and only because of... <laughs> That's when they happen to film it. So therefore, Psycho is not a Christmas movie. Die Hard... As much as I love saying it is purposefully uh, takes place written, out of Christmas. written around Christmas, like that being Christmas is the catalyst for why All he right. goes to LA in the first place. Well, you know, I may have to let you. I may concede that. So, and and, and it happens at their holiday Christmas party. Okay. Well, then, how about Wham? Again? How about Wham again? How about Last Christmas by Wham, which just mentions Last Christmas I gave you my heart, right? Yes. And the very next day, you gave it away. Yes. So why would he even still be worried about this lady a year later? <laughs> well, it was a one-day relationship. Well, maybe their relationship had been leading up to the uh, L word, and uh, maybe, maybe you know, so it could have been friend. We don't know well, the scenario. So my problem with Mary, did you know, <laughs> is it's clearly a Christmas song. It just gets all the theology but it's wrong. All wrong. If so. you had cracked the spine on your Bible, it would be in there. It's it's right in there. <laughs> I mean, here, you see the right, picture of Frank, Marian- Frank, well, I do this with my children, too. It's like, all right, let's take a deep breath. Then, this morning, <laughs> I had on Ireland. <laughs> I had on Ireland's Christmas FM. Yes, the accents, is- the accents were lovely. I'm not going to attempt them because I cannot do that accent. Well, I was playing it while you came in, but I got so mad. It was while I was scrubbing the bathroom over there. Uh, I had the station on, and uh, it's on, and I hear this song. I'm like, oh, I think this is one of those ones I dislike. It's not Mary Did You Know, which actually the music of Mary Did You Know is beautiful. Yeah. That's the just, problem with the it. The lyrics are the problem. Right. The p- lyrics are just theologically wrong. But the music is lovely. But this bad music comes on. Bad music comes on. And I'm like, What Wait, song is it? Is oh, it the hippopotamus song? I can tolerate that. I find I, it oh, I find it amusing. That one grates me. We talked about that with Sarah about how the hippopotamus is I the know it's her favorite. Largest just... Oh wait, the deadliest large land mammal in Africa. So there's a lot of qualifiers to make it deadly, but it's it's very deadly. Yes. Uh, no, it was, I realized it when it was the shoes, the Christmas shoes. Really? You don't like that one? I mean, it's, I mean it makes you cry, but... I mean, Patton Oswalt has done the, the ultimate uh, destruction of this song about why it's terrible, but ultimately... Oh. Well, I've never if, seen that. If your mother is dying... Yeah. And wouldn't you want to spend... Your mother wants You want to spend time with your dying mother, you would think... But somebody sent this kid to the store by himself to go buy shoes that the mother is never going to need because she's going home to Jesus tonight. So in the song, so she's, she's, on her, she's down to the last few minutes, the last few hours maybe. The kid goes to the store to buy shoes. Why? Why? What is she going to, how is that going to help? What are they going to do when she's dead? What are you going to do with the shoes? Maybe they're trying to preserve the memory of the mother to the child. But she'll only have owned them for a few minutes. It won't even really be her shoes. I mean, there's got to be something else he could have bought. 
Maybe take that time to go find a minister, a rabbi, a priest, anybody who can help the poor dying mother other than a pair of shoes that you can't even afford. But maybe that was the mom's dying wish. Go, yeah, leave. Get out of here. You know what? Maybe for the child not to see that. I'm picturing my mother. I don't know. We're thinking very deeply about this. Frank, I've only got a little bit left. Do you mind to run over to DFW and see, yes, see if DSW, they got, see if they, oh, right. I thought it was Dallas Designer Airport. Designer shoe warehouse. I buy my shoes at the Dallas Airport. Uh, would you go over there? <laughs> does she talk like this? She did. Does she have an accent? My mother did, yeah. Oh. Actually, my whole family does. Um, I I chose as a child to, I've got to do, um, Work on the accent. Copy the TV people to talk like the people. Yeah, so my family is originally from Boston, and you know, while my parents don't have thick accents anymore because they've been out of there for a while, um, but all of my East Coast family, you know, they talk like they're from Boston. Yeah, I just didn't want to. I just decided to start <laughs> copying the guys on the news, you know. But it's fun to talk to my family. Ooh, you're opening gifts. Oh, is well, this cool? This, this is this. Well, I thought this is a nice gift, you know. Mm-hmm. They have them, I, I believe, I'm not sure if the gold ones are still available because those sold out pretty quick, but the silver ones. You know, silver and gold, silver and gold. This is clearly a commercial for BoneZones.com. Yes. Don't forget the S, where Dr. Bill Bass's autograph is uh, adorning uh, these different paperweights. Uh, the books, you know, he's signed the books in here. Yes. This one's also got John Jefferson on that, as most of them do. I think they're... And, or some of them do, I guess. Most of them are they're all Dr. Bass signed, but John moved away, so he can't sign them as much. Um, but they go over to Dr. Bass's house, and they get him to sign books, and we can have them personalized, yes. or we've got shirts and And books hats. are a great gift. Especially... Um, Especially Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas, because you got that week after where you can just kind of chill and relax. Unless you have small children, and then you have to find things to do. Oh, well, you got that. You got hats. <laughs> well, that's it. We can talk about that, too. Hats Like, do and they have children's games? Bone zones? This is not for kids. I know, I would I'm say kidding. this is college and above. Yes. But, yes. Uh, you know, the, the body farm, this is long sleeve t shirt season. They have a it lot is. of orange t shirts too, which would be good because the Vols are in a bold. I was about to say, you know. New Year's Day, so you might want to. Uh, I feel like the need to fold this. Like, you just. Oh, I just. Like, I don't mind me. I'm just going to be over here right. cleaning. <laughs> uh, there's other authors that are involved with bone zones too, like Ron Ledbetter, Sam Venable. Um, we got. Uh, somewhere on bonezones.com, you'll probably see information about the upcoming uh, Valentine, pre-Valentines in the Cave that we're doing on um, Lincoln's birthday, I think, on uh, February 12th. Pre-Valentines in well, the Cave around Bone Zones? We, I need you we, to explain. Well, we for several years with Dr. Bass, we had a... Um, a Valentine's night, we had val- right around Valentine's Day, okay. we would do a presentation in the cave, sometimes with Dr. Al Hazari doing chemistry, sometimes with Sam Venable doing humor, and Dr. Bass would do... Basically, love stories gone wrong. You know, oh, somehow. Oh. It was kind of a, a So a it's twist. for the true crime fans. It was for true crime fans who want to date <laughs> for Valentine's Day. And we had, like, death by chocolate cupcakes. And we had little other chocolatey things. Yeah, it was it was all themed around that. Right. that that's but actually kind of cute if you're into that. Dr. Bass thing. And hopefully not a first date. Because yeah, that should set off some warning bells. Very good point. <laughs> so Dr. Bass has retired from doing that. But we're going to put a production together with Sam Venable, who's hilarious. Oh. Dr. Al Hazari, who's very funny, too. Because he'll bring his... It, the liquid nitrogen and freeze some stuff, and he'll bring other, um, you know, the static electricity things, all the, you know, oh, all the of science magic stuff that yeah. he can do. And I'm involved as the MC, and maybe more. I will, I'll find out what the program is, what the agenda is, and of course, I'll tell you here first on the Frank and Friends show. That's awesome. Uh, or you can look it up on bonezones.com. Awesome. Don't forget the S. <laughs> all right. <sighs> 
All right, so Frank, I have a bone to pick with you. Me? I, I do. I, this is not, I, bone zones. So is, you, you know. I mean, right? I have, anyways, did I'm cheating? Um, you, you have disparaged the kolache. Not really. Um, have I? Well, to you privately. And I guess now I'm going public with my kolache opinion. So kolaches are this amazing treat where it's meat and cheese wrapped in bread. And they're amazing. But okay. you have a different opinion. Well, I didn't know what they were because I heard about it from you. And there's this guy, John, who comes to the Einstein Simplified Shows. And you and he and Jerry's sister mm-hmm. had all gone to Bucky's to get these things. Oh, I don't get them from Bucky's. But well, but you least. tasted one from Bucky's. Or no. you were aware no, of it? No, no, I'm... Okay, so it's been a minute since I brought up Texas. You know, shame on me. From Texas, you should be hearing about it every 30 seconds from me. But it's it's a very popular item in Texas because we had a large German and Polish population oh. there. And so it's... It's a German-Polish thing. Yes. I didn't know, I didn't know that. So one, one or the other, I'm not entirely sure which. That's fine. But they, they brought us this gift. And in Texas, they have literally places called kolache factories. And they do everything from savory with meats and cheeses to sweets. I to, think I would have liked the sweet um, one. Yeah, so it's very different. Well, anyways, so so they had gone. Jerry's sister had gone to Bucky's previous trip and gotten the kolache and was uh, underwhelmed. And this guy John was headed there. What does theirs look like? I don't know. I don't remember. It looked like I. I don't. I didn't want it because I didn't. I didn't. I mean, it it should just essentially look like a roll, and then when you bite into it, it's like this delicious yumminess in the middle or something. But maybe it was gotten cold. Maybe it just had gotten old. I don't know. They they seem just underwhelmed by okay. it. And this guy, John, was headed to Bucky's to get kolaches to take home to Nashville for Thanksgiving. And I yeah. said to both these people at different times, I said, Becca James, the girl with two first names, says that the Bucky's kolaches are not as good as the donut store kolaches in Carnes. And I was thinking of you, because obviously last yeah. time I wore this outfit, we were doing the parade together Yes, and uh, in Carnes. Yeah. And um, I sent my wife to the donut shop in Carnes. Oh, yes. And she got brought back some, what's it called? Ultimate Donut Shop. Ultimate Donut Shop. They've got the, she said yeah, they have the banner. Yeah, does an amazing job. They have the banner displayed from the Tennessee Valley Fair that we yep. judged the donut Best competition. Best yeast donuts. That's what she won. And hers are truly amazing. Well, I wanted the other kind. I wanted the um, the old-fashioned donuts. Oh, yeah. Well, she does. And the apple fritters. Jerry wanted the apple fritters. All yeah. of which were outstanding. But then for the sister and the brother-in-law uh, brought back these kolacha rolls. Kolaches. Kolaches. And uh, we <laughs> had, she got two of them, I guess. And we we're going to divide them up so the four of us could each have some. Yeah. And there was an extra piece at the end. Everyone was like, why is there an extra piece? I'm like, well, I'm done. Because to me... It was a, a hot dog inside a roll. It's sausage, first of all. Well, it tasted like a hot dog. <laughs> I like hot dogs, okay, but I was having breakfast. I just had to have scrambled eggs, and I was now wanting to move on to the, the, the old-fashioned donut. So, sure, so that's more of, like, just a classic one that most donut shops in Texas have. But like, you a can hot go dog. To other, it was a hot dog. Uh, no, well, it's more like sausage and cheese in there. Like, we get the jalapeno and okay, cheese because jalapeno out. and cheese. That might make a difference. They were sold uh, out of cheeses. We had to get just that sounds doesn't sound right. Just plain meat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and and then here's the other thing is like I said in in Texas you can get them full of all kinds of things like I'm talking like chicken and you know all these other savory like a tamale. No, no, but it's like I like tamales. So maybe that you you that's just not your particular favorite. If you ever get into Texas, try them there. 
Okay, well, I mean, I, I'm happy so, to try one that has other so things in it. I'm not going to force things on no, you, Vicky, because it's it. more for me, basically. If you're not going to go there and get them, then I then there's, there's some for me. It's fine. I, I just mean Because like, I picked them up on my way to my work event last Saturday and bought them for my whole team, and they were all like, were oh, cool. my God, these are amazing. So, I, so, And that's the reaction that I generally get. My mother used to make pigs in a blanket for parties. You know, she would take a little cocktail hot dog and wrap a... Piece of I mean, this. everything to its time and place, and those are fine, but Lisa's not a pig in a blanket. It's, a, it's more like a comforter. <laughs> All right, we're going to agree to disagree. It's, a, it's like a weighted blanket. You're, you're completely... <laughs> it's a sleeping bag. <laughs> Frank, I normally agree with you on, like, food things, but I, I just... I'll let you have I, this one. Yeah. I'll let no, you have this one. No. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, going back to the day we did the parade, I wore this. In fact, I got this was like of all the Christmas outfits, I have now four or five or six Christmas ties, and uh, this one is the new one. And I wore it again today, so we could because it's really this will be the closest episode to Christmas. I know Advent is wrapped up, and Mm -hmm. the uh, uh, I got the best comments on this tie of all the ones. Well, it's bright and cheerful, but it's it's also not garish. Yeah, it's a candy cane tie. And, you know, I know I'm over the top with the red and white shirt also. Yes. But I liked the I liked that. I deliberately no, the combination works. Because it's over the top. Um, but, I, I, yeah, anyway, at the parade, we are, I have a couple things to say about the Carnes Christmas Parade, which was okay. really, I mean, now this, our, granted, it's our third time. We're finally getting good at it. I mean, we were. I, <laughs> I'm like, we, so are you saying we were bad at it the first time? I didn't years? know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know until this year how much better we could be. We did well, fine. I feel like we've, we've got our rhythm. Like, we did I mean, fine the first two years, but I'm saying this year it was the, like. The tech team just, oh my goodness, they have stepped up their game. It felt like we were in a, like, a, like a New York type yeah. studio. Like, it was cool. I was blown we away. We had a giant screen TV with mm-hmm. a not just the monitor of what was being sent out on YouTube live, but, but the our- preview screen of what was coming up next. Mm-hmm. So we, we had an idea. Um, they had multiple cameras. And I saved a clip. I went on and did a screen record of a couple of my favorite moments. Yeah. One was when the Grand Marshal rode by when I, I spontaneously made this dumb joke. But then I did a similar, spontaneously made a, a similar joke when this tree service goes by. Mm-hmm. And let me put in the Dave's the Tree here. and Stump Service is coming up. It's a family-owned and operated tree service here in Carnes. They offer tree care services and stump removal. They got a beautiful Christmas tree on the back of their truck. And then they've That's actually got thing. one of their work trucks, too. wonder if they cut that down and ground their own stump. You know, I've always wanted to do that. Grind a stump? Yes. Oh, it's, it looks <laughs> brutally, my own Christmas brutally difficult work. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Frank. <laughs> I really didn't know. I really didn't know because I'm talking, I'm talking about the, the tree service and the stump grinding. Yep. And your next comment is, I'd love to try that someday. <laughs> and I didn't understand why you said it. And I wasn't even trying to be funny. I just naturally said, grind your own stumps. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, no, I was. That's what I thought you meant. I was not even paying attention to the tree service. <sighs> oh, so that's what, uh, yeah, you meant cut your own Christmas tree. I'm like, well. Yes. I just said, grind your own stumps. And you're like, I'd love to try that. <laughs> it's like if we were still ready, we'd have that bell ding. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. Well, in the parade, I noticed, and then again later that day in the Rocky Hill Christmas Parade, which yeah. was a challenge this year because the weather turned. Yeah, we actually came out early for the we, festival 
But, I oh, mean, yeah, I saw the people, uh, they, I, a couple of people told me I had just missed you. Yeah, so, I mean, it was just, it was super rainy, and I had small children, and they had a birthday party to go to, so. And you bought the toy that you needed. Yes, we replaced the crochet bumblebee that my son lost after having purchased one at the Hot Air Balloon in Townsend earlier this summer. So the same vendor um, was at the Rocky but, Hill. Uh, no, it was actually a different vendor, Close but enough. but she made the same similar type thing, and she doesn't normally make that specific color pattern that time of year, but I had been talking to her via Etsy because I was trying to track down the original. Wait, and Etsy I, actually works? Yeah. Um, all right, put a note on that. I have an Etsy, maybe for the next episode, I, okay. have, a, I have an Etsy issue. Okay. Well, I have had really great, like, like so this crochet artist actually tried to help me figure out and track down who the original one was, and we couldn't figure it out. Like, I even reached out to the actual Hot Air Balloon Festival to get the vendor list. It was just... Anyway, so she you ended really up, wanted this she ended up especially making this, it was a bumblebee with a rainbow pattern because my kids love multicolor everything. And she made it, she brought it, I was like, I will be there right at 3.30 when it starts, we will get this from you. And and oh she, my, my kid was so happy to Good. have it. And I've already warned him, like, this is your last one, don't lose this well, one. Well, Jen East, who we used but to yeah. work with. Yeah, so I got to sales. see her. And uh, she said, you just missed Becca. Like, well, yeah. I, I knew that I was going to because I also knew that I couldn't get there by 3.30. I had, yeah. And I was going to be there, you know, until <laughs> well, the, until it ended. So like seven thirty eight, something yeah, like that. Yeah, and my call time was like four thirty, but I figured I'd get there. You know, I ended up getting there at four. So that's yeah. why everyone said you just missed her. I'm like, yeah. I just spent hours with her. <laughs> <laughs> but it's never enough. <laughs> so, but I noticed in that parade, and it was like I said, a challenge because it was the, the stage. They couldn't put the stages close to the road because of the wet ground. Yeah, um, and. The way it was, we had a heart. It was very difficult for us to see the parade participants. Aww. But what you notice, and I also watched the downtown Knoxville parade yeah. on the stream of that online because it actually helps you prepare because there's so much overlap. Yeah. So you knew when we did the Carnes parade, I was able to say, well, they were in. The, actually, I knew a few people who had been in the Gatlinburg parade the night before, or they had been in the Knoxville. Yeah. Parade the night so before. the interesting thing that I've noticed is that. You know, I'm always always wondering why are all the parades the same exact weekend? It's because the people who are in them can do all of them. Yeah, and so you that pick, way you, you get choose. more you get more people if they're all the same weekend. So you built the fl- parade, you have everybody you know well, scheduled, and then yeah, for Saturday morning at nine a.m. that particular weekend, you got to decide if you're going to do Carnes or you're going to do Sevierville or you're going to do whatever other community. But you pick, yeah, you pick one. But the two big ones are the the two. The first Friday night in December mm-hmm. are the Gatlinburg Parade and the Knoxville Parade, and they happen simultaneously. So again, yeah. you got to pick. You can't be in yeah. both, but you pick. Well, I had seen enough stuff on social media and watched the feed of the Knoxville Parade to know, oh, that they were in that parade. I was giving some more material yeah. and a little bit of you know prep as to what to say about them. I had some ideas. Yeah. Well, I noticed in that parade and in art the parade we did and all the other ones an overabundance which is a redundant statement, I guess, but it just a plethora. There's too many Grinches. Yeah. There needs to be a rule, and, and I'll I, tell you and, why. And, and I love Grinches. And, and You know what they had in Maryville last week? They had Grinchmas. A new, a new celebration in downtown Maryville called Grinchmas with a Grinch costume contest and Christmas karaoke and some other Grinchy-related I, I bet thing. it was a lot of fun. If you're a Grinch. It's great for Grinches. You know, but, they, but people love Grinches. As long as you're not stacking them too close together, See, guess, it's fine. But it is. But it is. I don't love them. But their hearts grow three sizes. I know, but that's not until the end. But he has to go through the journey so that he can learn what the true meaning of Christmas is. Well, we had a, a bit on uh, in Einstein Simplified recently where 
someone was trying to be a Who character, and that was a guessing game. And she's asking me on the side, what's the song? And I'm trying to do the song from the old cartoon, you know? Yeah. And she had no idea what I was talking about. She gets out there and sings the Faith Hill song, Where Are You Christmas? Like, (laughs) okay, well, that's a generational hit. Swing and a miss from the old man. Really? Because I've already shown my kids the original You should. That is, the, of course, the... The best one. With yeah. Boris Karloff as the narrator. I mean, yes. come on. Thurl Ravenscroft as the singing voice. I mean, I don't, might not know the names, but I, I know the voices. You do. <laughs> well, Thurl Ravenscroft was also the voice of Tony the Tiger, and he was oh. also at Disneyland and Disney World. Many of the animatronic characters mm-hmm. you will encounter in Pirates of the Caribbean, in the Tiki Room, elsewhere. Okay. Haunted Mansion. Anyway, um, I... There's a rule in most of the parades. Most of the parades have a rule. Only one Santa. Yes. The oh, parade, yeah, and they're very strict. The parade has a Santa, and the Santa is at the end of the parade, and that's the way that it goes. Santa is at the end of the parade, period. Everyone is waiting to see Santa at the end of the parade. We all know this. We all agree well, on this. Well, it is also because, you know, Santa can only appear one place at a time. So, so mean, he can he can get around with his magic, but... We don't, I mean, want, to, we don't want guys, pop posers, yeah, dressing up as Santa elsewhere exactly. in the parade. Because we exactly. know that the real Santa is at the end of the parade. Yes. Duh. Yes. Okay. You need that big reveal. I need that rule applied to other characters as well. When you have 25, 30, 40 Grinches coming down the street in these one of these in the Knoxville a parade the size of the Knoxville parade. Yeah. Or in our little Carnes parade, 10 or more Grinches. Was there that many? It was a lot. I don't feel like there right. were maybe I'm thinking, that many. Maybe I'm thinking of the next one, the Rocky Hill parade. Because I know because we, there were we saw some Grinches, and Rocky I feel Hill like parade. last year there were more Grinches than this year. Okay, well, then they all showed up. At, like, yeah. I feel like there were only three or four this year. But there was, like, a group of them, I think. So okay. maybe that's what you're thinking. Well, I, I kind of consider that as, like, one But flip. I am definitely conflating these four parades in my head into yeah. one lump I mean, I'm, I'm sure the weekend just blurs together. So I'm just saying, in general, yeah. I think there are too many Grinches in parades. But also, they're just driving around looking at Christmas decorations. This neighborhood. People now have, yeah, granted, there's some inflatable Buckies in this neighborhood, which is hilarious. I love it. A Bucky with a, with like a Santa fun. hat. And, but, <laughs> and, and, of course, the neighbor down the road has got her giant Halloween skeleton. Did you yeah. notice what she did with it? You know, I didn't. Okay. So this is a, another uh, side note here. But breaking news, last episode with Sarah was here the day that our neighbor took the head off the skeleton. And we thought... Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was missing its head. We were wondering if she was taking it down. I said, no, she's removing the pilgrim hat and probably yes, going to replace yeah, it yeah, I remember with that. a Santa okay. hat like she did last year. Uh-uh. She dressed him up like Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, including with a big hose. And then she's got two smaller skeletons who are Todd and Margot. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to, like, when I leave here, I'm going to have to, like, creep by the house and take yeah, a good look at it's it. It's pretty impressive. I, I will say I was, you know, on but my speakerphone on the way here I talking to my sister. So. I think she's got some Grinches in that display also. And if you go all the way around the whole neighborhood, well, there's Grinches. Well, how do you feel about inflatables? I'm okay with them when they're inflated and lit up and working. When they're when they're when they look like Frosty, when at the end of Frosty the Snowman when he during dies. The day, during the day, they look like melted goo, and it's awful. Well, you know how it's so sad it is when at the end of Frosty the Snowman he melts away and dies, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, that's kind of a." Unintended. But he'll be back again Christmas Day. Well, then day. the Christmas air. Somehow they blow Christmas air on the guy and he... And he uh, it's kind of like Olaf, it's like Olaf and Frozen. He gets his own little magic snowstorm. Yeah, and yeah this puddle turns fine. back into a snowman as we can run away. 
All right. Anyway, um, that's what they look like. They look like melted frosty. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of inflatables for that reason. But then also, I still really like the classic like wooden cutout character type、oh. things. So because of that, my husband actually. Created this 101 Dalmatians themed car. It's massive. It says Joy. It's got like three little puppies on it. And then last year, the year before, we found some old school like Minnie and Mickey lawn ornaments. But you wouldn't put Cruella Deville in it. No. Because she's a Grinch. No, she's not a Grinch because she didn't learn her lesson. All right. She's just she's a、mean. villain. She's a murderer. She's a mean one. <laughs> Actually, that's a great. That is a great song. The villains get the best songs. Yeah, they were. Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. All right. Anyway, sorry.、Mm-hmm. Moving on. Sorry. And now you have all these other villain songs. Like the one from The Lion King was really fantastic. I mean, oh, about、uh, be prepared. Yeah. Oh,、uh, poor unfortunate souls. Yeah, I mean, really. Is this vil- a quiz? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Disney. You were you said Disney villains get the best songs, and all of a sudden, like. My like I'm like oh activate Disney and like all of these things just start jumping in my head because I、you、do there, I,、right? yeah I did work for Disney、okay. uh, it was a great time I loved it、um, I'm,、right. I'm Disney trained two finger well, points and everything、uh, the last thing I mentioned about Christmas decorations oh two finger points because in some、uh, cultures a pointed Point. Take this back.、Okay. Take this back to the. What do you? What is this? So okay. So when you become a Disney employee, you have to go through their official traditions course. You're a cast so, member. You're a cast member, and you have to learn、um, the history of Disney, and then you also have to go through.、Um, essentially, it's etiquette training. So one of the things that you learn, and you, if you ever go back to Disney, you'll notice people will either point、um, with their whole hand or with two fingers, because in some cultures. Pointing with just one finger is the same thing as the middle finger in our culture. And thumbs up is bad in some cultures. So, so yes,、yeah, so、you can either two finger point. Your number、points. one is bad in some cultures. Yep, that says he's you're pissing off a whole bunch of people right now, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> no, pinkies up is when you're drinking tea and crumpets. <laughs>、um, <laughs> well, which、Hold、is very which、Hold、is very Disney. Yes, tea and crumpets. This is、oh, too big. This is too big of a cup for that. But I think I can do it. Anyway. It's too,、um, it's too heavy. Anyways, so we went. To, but yeah, so so that's the thing. So you, if you ever go to Disney, they either point with their whole hand or it's two fingers, and that's what it is. So moving on. After the dinner at Aubrey's, we went to see some Christmas decorations, and apparently,、uh, we went to the same place that you and your family went、yeah. on the same weekend. Gray Eagle Lane. Gray Eagle Lane, off Bob Gray Road <sighs>、mm-hmm. in West Knoxville. Now we went actually to two different. Hold、locations. on, I have to. I have to stop. Did you go in the right way? Well, we went to a, a different one first, a different、okay. neighborhood nearby first. That I can't remember the name of it. And it was we got it was, as we got there. I'm like, oh, we went here last year, and it was kind of a letdown. And、oh. it's a, kind of a letdown again. It's it's well, it's a good thing you went there before. Exactly,、Crystal. but it's got they.、Um, I don't know how they do this, but they have an FM transmitter in there, and and they were on this formerly unused frequency of ninety three point seven. Okay. Not knowing that the company I work for has now signed、uh, on a brand new station playing nothing but Christmas music until New Year's, and then they'll switch formats、um, well, on ninety three point seven. Also, <laughs> it works right now. It's fine. It's funny, <laughs>、uh, but anyway, so but they don't. Their songs are just their song choices are, at this house、mm-hmm. are bad、oh. and not Christmassy enough, and it's just kind of a weird. Okay. It's just kind of weird. There's something you go there, and it's, it's kind of something off about it. Something like, it's like you just go there, and you're like, it's like it's like you ran. Right, through, well, I was gonna go、like、ask Jerry if she could remember where it was so well, I could take the kids. But the way you're explaining it some, now, I'm like, no,、nah, it's not. Some state farm agent made a map of all the、uh, Christmas best Christmas houses. Oh, that's、I'll, a very smart promotion. I'll, ha- I'll happily send it to you. 
And I thought, it was, it's a Google map, and it's interactive, and you can figure out all these places and get the driving Oh, that's directions. ingenious. I, I love it. I think it's it. a great idea. We should great. make one for the Frank and Friends show. Yes. If I knew how. But <laughs> the, um, so we went there. It was okay. Then we went to this Great Eagle Lane. And I don't know what you mean by going through it in the right order. So a few years ago, there was a story on one of the news stations that basically every it gets year, so yeah. crowded that they ask you to come in to the neighborhood. I, I dire- I'm directionally challenged for as far as north, south, east, west. But well, it's a cul-de-sac. You can only come in ha- one way. But no, but you could, from Bob Gray Road, they they want you to come into it so that you will turn right into oh. the neighborhood, not back up traffic to take that left into it because oh. it causes such a traffic jam. So when I say you enter the correct way, you come around and so that you're taking a right into the neighborhood. Yeah, I know a lot of people weren't doing it properly that night. You take the right into the neighborhood, you go through the neighborhood, do all the things, then when you come out, you take that right again because it helps with the whole traffic flow and, you know, not Well, we, we um, went on a, a rainyish night. Yeah, and which was, was great because it wasn't, wasn't that many people. It wasn't pouring. It was just misting. Yeah. And it was ideal because, again, it was the, the weather was bad enough so people wanted to go indoors and see the nativity pageant all weekend. Yes. So we had huge crowds for that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to go driving around looking at Christmas lights, so we were able to make the left into... Uh, Great Eagle Lane without yes. any trouble, and we <laughs> and we drove through, and it amused me because I learned on the news this year's news story that every yeah. year there's news stories that the lady, the main lady, uh, the main family, this is that big this. house at the very end that literally has no square inch of their property uncovered, right? And yes. they have their own Facebook page for the lights for the. Do they post how much they pay in electricity? Because I don't know why, but I want to know that it's, so it, bad. It's interesting. Well, obviously she's reachable, but I found it fascinating. That she became president of the homeowners association, oh, which is ingenious because that way, if people are going to complain about your lights, it's complaining to you, and it doesn't matter. So, also, did you notice at every house, every house is covered except the first two. As soon as you get an enter that subdivision, and I want to know how they stand up to the peer pressure of not doing it. I have a theory about this. What's the theory? My, I noticed this as well that there's two houses. Two, then these are not cheap houses. These are no, nice looking. No, we, we looked into it. We can't afford the neighborhood. These are nice looking houses. <laughs> and um, they're all, and there's, and even the street lamps, instead of having regular oh. street lamps, oh, yeah. they've this got is... these like Victorian style street lamps that are yeah. completely wrapped, like ones that are wrapped like, like a candy, candy cane. canes. Oh, yeah. One's it's wrapped gorgeous. in holly looking things or garland or mm-hmm. whatever. The whole neighborhood is, is a Christmas wonderland. I feel like Except it's, for these two I, houses. And I feel like it's like written into the homeowners association that you must do it. So maybe these people are grandfathered in before well my theory is either they are non-christian and they don't celebrate or they're not home and the the house is for sale or as we looked a little closely okay both of these undecorated houses both had a wreath on the door that lit up and kind of like kind of like what we have here my wife and i have oh i don't remember seeing the wreath my wife and i have the minimal christmas decorations yeah you know we have some lights on the on the railing and we've got a wreath out there and one of these days, we'll get out and put the, the thing on the mailbox. So, we're, but we I mean, we do it. But you know, I mean, just, our house is. I have to keep my husband from going full gross. It's just the two so. of us. You know, you can see that she put up an extra Christmas tree just for you, Aww, which is very well, sweet like over it. there. Thank you, Jerry. All the nice little things. Well, so um, I, my, these two unmarked houses, two yeah. undecorated houses, had the wreaths on there, and I thought, oh, I bet you that homeowners association lady. 
went and stuck that wreath on their house, and they probably don't even know. They think that they're the holdouts. They think that they're the rebels in this neighborhood. They don't even realize that they've got a wreath on their front door, I bet you. Well, if, you know, your other theory about them not even being home or it's, I mean, no, they probably wouldn't. But I didn't even clock the wreaths because I remember thinking, my husband and I had that conversation. We're like, How 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 do they get away with this? Because... Where I grew up in Houston, there was a neighborhood called Prestonwood, and I'm talking, this is like a thousand house neighborhood, massive. Every single street had its own theme. You were required to participate, not at the minimum level. Like, the minimum level was like half Griswold. Let's suppose you're a Jehovah's Witness or pick any other religion that doesn't celebrate. It doesn't matter. It's written into the homeowner's contract. You just don't move there. Basically, that you must do this and you must participate in the theme of your street. But from a, you know, my standpoint, like, I mean, it was magical. You would load up the car, you put together your thermos of hot cocoa, maybe bring snacks, because it would take you hours to drive through this neighborhood because everyone's going like five miles an hour, as you should. It's a neighborhood. You got to bring an extra tank of gas, bring it up. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, the, but you know, I mean, it was just, I, I mean, everything looked, it was basically Dollywood, but neighborhoods. Wow. Like, it was spectacular. And I still remember that. And, well, there are other, Which is probably why I like the old-fashioned wooden signs and that kind of stuff, because do, that's what I grew up getting to go like walk. Like the big drive through displays like Shadrachs. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, no. Um, so we've done that. Um, at where it used to be at the sta- Smoky Stadium. So, yeah, so now we went a couple years it. in a row. So, um, And my in-laws are coming in right after Christmas this year. So we have plans to do that. Because basically when, when they come around Christmas, we go to Shadrachs. Yeah, they moved it to Soaky Mountain. Yes. And it looks like last year they kind of had a, the main thing at Smoky Stadium. And then yeah. kind of a half... Yeah, like, they had like kind of two. The one, so, the one at, at, uh, at Soki was like a yeah. second tier, but I know now that there's no, it's the only one. Yeah, it now looks like it's they the, loaded it up with everything. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing some like different stuff than in past years because, you know, obviously at, at Smoky Stadium, year, it was, they were the same ones. So going right. a couple years in a row, we're like, okay. And it's still great because it's Christmas lights, the music is timed. I mean, it's still fun and festive. Oh, yeah. Last year, the one at uh, Soki had, we did a video there with Victoria Henley going through both of them in the same night. Oh, wow. And the one la- so last year, it's now outdated because the one at Smoky yeah, Stadium is gone. And the one at uh, Soki Mountain, I imagine, is different. But the theme was mm-hmm. is this shrink ray where the elves somehow shrink oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. down. I and, remember seeing and that. as you're driving through, every all the decorations get huge. Oh, and fun. you're like, we're here, we're here. I was, uh, I was get back into the Okay, well, I hope it's still like that because then it'll be kind of a different storyline. And we, you know, we drove home to Texas last year. So, you know, it's so now that we'll be here this year for it. So we'll get all to right. keep that tradition going. Well, I uh, do wish you a very happy Advent. And we do need to Thank wrap you. this one because yes. we're, we've gone over. But <laughs> of, I can't, of course. But there's too much to talk about. I know, I know. That's what I love about having a podcast is you can just go and go and go and go. And, <laughs> and we're sorry for that. Please well, subscribe. Can, yeah, pause. <laughs> you're allowed to pause. You don't have to watch it in one sitting. I mean, you know what I like is like you can just put an earbud while you're working out. You can catch up on your podcast. That's what, yeah, in that's fact, what, we offer a free Audible membership. Exactly. And what you'll do is you'll go to audibletrial.com slash show for a free 30-day premium membership that includes an MP3 download. So you can pick any audiobook in the catalog that's worth a credit. Download that one. But you also have the option, as you remain an Audible member, to bank your credits. So if you want to take that one free credit for an MP3, save it. And then when you get two or three under your belt, use it to download something bigger and more fabulous, whatever it might be. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can also listen to tons and tons of podcasts, including the Frank and Friends yep. show on Audible. It syncs on all your devices. So if you're listening on the phone, the app on the phone while you're in the car, but then you switch to the Amazon Echo when you're in the house, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yep. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure the smart, it has a smart TV app, too, if you for some reason want to listen. I don't know. I mean, it would, That's the one that I haven't tried. So, but or now I'm going to be curious. Of, I mean, they, it's Amazon. They have it's, everything. It's, yeah, it's in all the things. It's, 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 <laughs> if you got a fire, whatever, it's probably on there. Yes, and so. then we're also on all the social medias. Oh yeah. Well, if, let me give the URL one more time. It's audibletrial.com/slash Frank and Friends Show. And now the social all media. All the social medias, the Frank and Friends Show. So the show is very important. Because uh, I, I love Frank Sinatra and I love Sammy Davis Jr., but as I told the folks at the Nativity Pageant, if you just search for Frank and Friends, you generally get Frank and Sammy. I guess they did a show one time called that. It's great. Watch it. But, <laughs> but then, it's not us. But then search for the Frank and Friends show as we clearly enumerate mm-hmm. and elucidate and alphabetize on the uh, bath towel, the mug, <laughs> the, the hoodie, hoodie, the hoodie, the canvas print. The other things. All, all the things. Sarah's, yeah, Sarah, was, Sarah went on a buying spree. I gotta, she, went, she bought a few more of these things. <laughs> you're getting house. a Frank and Friends show mug, and you're getting a Frank and Friends show hoodie. It's like, Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> so we do appreciate that kind of support, especially our friend Bruce uh, Patrick, who bought the, the crew neck. Um, mm-hmm. April Estes bought the bucket hat. You know, I, mean, I, I like it when you send me a picture, because I'll put it on the show. Yep. All right, that's a wrap. Um, we didn't quite make it to an hour long, but... Uh, well, we'll try I'm, again. Was, no, no I'm, I'm cutting it before we get there. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. I have more topics. I'm could, trying to wrap it up, any, Frank. Any one of these topics would have us going for another 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm Becca James. And I'm Frank Murphy. This is the Frank and Friends Show. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you again next time.